Palace presents. Augmented intelligence means that the human intelligence can be enhanced by AI based technology whenever it makes sense for society. This is Artificial Intelligence. Welcome to our series of Talus podcasts on artificial intelligence. In these two new episodes, we will focus on aspects that will help make augmented intelligence a reality in critical systems. With us to answer our questions and discuss their human centered approach to AI are two Talus employees based in Montreal and in Quebec City in Canada. They are working within a digital solutions entity which aims to accelerate the deployment of AI based solutions that people can trust with their lives. Siegfried Uzal, General Manager, and Jean Francois Gagnon, Human Factors and Cognition Scientist. Welcome, gentlemen. Today we are talking about augmented intelligence. Siegfried, can you tell us more about this approach to artificial intelligence? Sure, and thanks for asking. Like any technologies, AI's purpose must be to serve everyone and help humanity thrive and not regress. Artificial intelligence can mimic, complement, or replace some specific human tasks. Augmented intelligence means that the human intelligence can be enhanced by AI-based technology whenever it makes sense for society. So there's no disruption here. It's just continuity. With augmented intelligence, solving much more complex problems than ever before is possible. AI can help anybody find and classify the most relevant visual and uh, audio or textual information more efficiently than anything else. That is definitely a real progress for humankind. But today, from deep learning analytics to the delegation of decisions to AI, there's still a long way to go. So that is where augmented intelligence comes into play. It's AI that humans can trust with their life. So it's a humanized AI that enhances human potential, just like teamwork does. So, Jean-Francois, this technology is here to empower humans. Am I correct? Exactly. And each contributes their specific strengths to work more efficiently. But let's be frank. As patients, none of us are ready to accept a diagnosis from a robot, right? People trust other people for what they are qualified to do, in this case, doctors. Could you give us an example that illustrates how augmented intelligence can help? Sure. Take the example of a medical triage service. Augmented intelligence could have medical teams analyze massive amounts of information from predefined criteria such as physiological signals collected by sensors. This task would be impossible for humans due to purely physical limits. However, it is easily performed by technology. The sensing system could provide decision support to healthcare workers so that they can focus on the patients who are in the most critical situations. In this example, for instance, humans are still accountable for the most critical part of the decision chain. Still, they are supported and enhanced by the perceptive and filtering capabilities of the augmented intelligence solution. Stakes are high when we are talking about using AI in critical systems. How is deploying an augmented intelligence solution in these industries different compared to consumer markets? Well, safety, safety, and safety. I'll give you an example. I like being sent smart recommendations by my streaming platform on what movie to watch. But I wouldn't dare taking that recommendation engine and put it in the airline cockpit to assist the pilot flying an airliner with 300 passengers on board. The expert knowledge accumulated and shared within the pilot and engineering community represents billions of flying hours and the expertise acquired over the years. And that must be reflected in any future AI deployed in the cockpit. 
And this is precisely what we're talking about today. We must design, train, and nurture AI with domain expert knowledge and work with regulatory bodies to seek trust, traceability, and robustness to fit every critical application in the aerospace, defense, security, grant transportation, and medical sectors. How else are these markets different? Siegfried makes an excellent point regarding safety. On top of that, I would add another major difference between consumer markets and safety-critical systems. This difference is the limited opportunities to observe and learn. Let me explain what I mean. In consumer markets, in an online shop, for instance, millions of transactions occur every day. These transactions can be observed and used to train intelligent solutions. In other words, you have many, many examples of the behavior you're trying to learn and optimize. In critical systems, this is most of the time impossible. One of the reasons is because there is little data representing rare or non-existent events. Therefore, you have very few opportunities to learn. Do you have any examples? Sure. For instance, we're developing a system that monitors, detects, and supports the management of an emergency medical condition called acute coronary syndrome. This would be essential, for instance, for astronauts on their mission to Mars. Scientists know practically nothing about the effects on human health in deep space. We have never observed an acute coronary syndrome condition in space. Yet, we need to deliver such a capability to make the mission to Mars possible. Now, that is a very different context compared to a video streaming platform. Besides healthcare, are there any other areas of application for augmented intelligence that you're working on? Yes, indeed. We do work in several industries, such as uh, transportation and aviation. For example, we're working uh, with a famous German automotive uh, company to make their AI embedded in their autonomous cars more trustable. And we do the same with the major transit authorities in uh, North America and uh, in Europe for uh, their future autonomous trains. And in aviation, uh, we're coupling the real-time monitoring of pilot fatigue with avionics. And that enhances the flight safety. Jean-Francois? Yes, absolutely. And in aviation, we are also working on aircraft pilot training. Thanks to AI combined with contextual information, we can support the debriefing of pilot instructors on the actual level of mastery of trainees in a given context. This is an important challenge as the definition of a normative expected behavior in pilot training is not easy. Indeed, there are several valid ways to achieve the same results. And conversely, you can fail successfully at one task. For instance, landing successfully but not being fully in control during the maneuver is problematic. That is why we have developed a solution that observes the trainee and continuously quantifies his or her ease in flight. And what about IoT? I can see some potential applications there too. Absolutely. We can also go beyond point-time solutions and touch on massive IoT or the Internet of Things. Take every connected object along a passenger journey, for example. This includes all the connected equipment and devices in airport, aircraft facilities, and the aircraft itself, as well as the air traffic management systems. That's why every AI-infused system will have to be trusted and reliable. With hyper-connectivity and soon 5G, we are generating new ecosystems to better serve progress. We can be sure that these ecosystems will leverage augmented intelligence. So there are a lot of applications. 
Thank you, Siegfried and Jean-Francois, for your explanations, and thanks to our listeners. We look forward to having you with us on the next episode in our series on augmented intelligence, in which our guests will explain to us how such applications can be adopted in regulated industries and how their backgrounds, one a fighter pilot, the other a psychologist, are a major asset in this field. We hope you'll all join us. This was Artificial Intelligence. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at talusgroup.com.